0: Welcome to Saint Sinner Winner, your one-stop shop for all things, the biggest talking points in sport. brand new podcast is going to drop every Tuesday, wherever you find your podcast, you can help us out by giving us a follow, share, spread the word, spread the love and spread Saint Sinner Winner the gospel to everyone. My name is Michael Atkinson, I'm a sports reporter and presenter for Nine News. That's my credentials and that's why I'm opening the show and who are you?
1: I'm Sam Sider, Google me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wow wow he just he slipped back in no his... can i just say one thing to say you could tell you're a, like a tv presenter because you actually counted yourself in. <laughs> i saw your hair <laughs> just go five, four, <laughs> three and then you're like <laughs> kind of stopped and then you're like hi welcome to <laughs> so i'm sam thought of... <laughs> i'm i i'm a bits of everything i Do lots of different things. Used to play rugby league. Just a little bit. Won a premiership,
0: for the Broncos, over 300 NRL games, 29 State of
1: Origins. That's why I said, just Google me, it's easier.
0: Yeah. And we'll get to our third host in a second, but between the three of us, 29 State of Origins, over 300 NRL Mm -hmm. games,
1: we're all pretty credentialed. We are. We are. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty sporty. Between the three of us, we are very sporty. And last but not least, (laughs) we
0: have the funny man.
2: Oh, that is very rude. Um, but no, I'm, my name's Shad Wicker. I'm a comedian, but just mainly a sports fan. And it's just that you know, it's just a pleasure to be invited here among two amazing professionals and two gentlemen that have been at the highest and are currently at the highest peak of their careers. You know, wow! Obviously,
1: Thank you. Obviously, are you
2: Sam me that, is oh, My career not getting any better. I'm a comedian, mate. I understand how little podcasts are worth. So you, if anything, you're probably on the downhill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Cool. I'm really glad I signed up for this. Yes. So Shad's just happy and privileged to be here. He's on a trial yeah. basis week to week. We'll just see how he goes. We but, didn't even let him in studio yeah, no. this week either. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't give him the code to get in the door. Shad's in Adelaide this week doing a show, and that'll happen from time to time. Shad will be back mm. here with us in the studio, all three of us uh, kicking it about, and sometimes he We'll be dialing in on the tube as well. The way it's going to work each week is we're going to pick six of the biggest talking points in sport around the country, around the world, and then we're going to just chop it down to three. We'll go through those six a little bit, but we're going to go deeper on three of those. So what have we got this week? I think it's probably... Obvious that NRL is going to be one of the talking points because this week the season for 2023 kicks off. Uh, Thursday night, when this podcast drops on Tuesday, we'll be just two days away from that first game, the Storm versus the Eels. I think we have to cover that.
1: We do need to cover, is is it... The Storm or the Storms? The Storms. Yeah. The 17 Storms on the field? Well, there is. Because, like, one one Storm player is a Storm player. A group of Storm no. players is the Storms.
0: You've just settled an argument I've been having with my mum for, like, 20 years. Your mum's a genius. She's a <laughs> very smart lady. <laughs> well, well, we'll settle on that when we get through uh, the NRL. There's obviously some big fight news that's just gone down recently as we record this. Uh, just a couple of hours earlier. Um, what's his name? Tommy Fury. I knew Tommy said Fury. Tyson.
2: Tommy Fury, man, defeated. put some respect on the name. Jake Paul, Tommy Fury. All right, the problem, Charlotte, He may have lost one fight, okay, but he's still one of the greatest in the cruiserweight division. Even though he's not ranked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he lost. Yeah. yeah, he lost. But I might fight him. I reckon. Oh, oh yeah. I'll put right. it out there. Not Tommy Fury. Here we go. He's a boxer. Saints in a winner promotions. Yeah. Delving
0: into boxing. Yep. Thido versus Paul. What else have we got this week? There's a uh, big cricket news. The Aussie women won the T20 World Cup for the about one billionth time.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> they deserve a bit of homage in this episode as well. What else you got, Shad? Man, I want to give a shout out to uh, Damian Lillard, who dropped 71 points yesterday. Uh, wow. The second player this year to do it, actually, in the NBA. Puts him on the eighth all-time list, which is pretty unreal. And the other thing I wanted to quickly mention, because I love seeing a weird moment in sport, Manchester United, all right, this is the first weird thing. They've won a trophy, first time in six years. Well Pretty done, Manchester United. But Sorry if you're a Red is... Devils fan and Shad just said that's weird. Oh, oh mate, i go for Everton. We're about to get relegated. I can say whatever so I want. I. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it sucks yeah, being an Everton fan. <laughs> um, but how's this? This is how long it's been since Man U has had to lift up a trophy. They've almost left it at the press conference. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot what to do with it. Wow. They did the big thank you to the press. like, thank you guys so much, and on to the next one. He gets up and leaves, and the presser are just like, hey, you've left this on the table there. And he's like, oh, is this mine? It's like, yeah, dude, this is what it's like to win. Get used to it. I well, almost lost the uh,
1: NRL trophy in 2006. How? Yeah, playing silly buggers. Uh, I was, you? Yeah, silly buggers? I was sitting in the window of the Caxton Hotel, um, just having a couple of sherbets <laughs> with my teammates, and oh, yeah. I decided to hide the trophy in the garden for some dumb reason and then same thing cabs pulled up we were moving on to the next premises and we almost left with the trophy who the noticed garden. uh the security guards who are looking after us yeah okay. so yeah they were sober <laughs> yeah. with that trophy though you probably could leave it
0: in most places and no one's going to pinch it because it weighs like 35 kilos it's so heavy yeah yeah not many people are going to be able to pick that up but i'm glad it didn't get lost and well, technically, it's been lost to Brisbane ever since because they haven't won oh, another
2: premiership.
1: Wow. Since.
0: <laughs> there's that
1: empty plinth sitting in the foyer at the Broncos I HQ. I thought you were a Broncos fan. I
0: am, but I'm also a realist. Come on, mate, it hurts. It's not right, yeah, so let's not bring it up. Right, we got move that. On. We got that. Good shout out, Manchester. Uh, there's a little bit of news around uh, lawsuits regarding CTE in the AFL as well, Shad, which is could be uh, landscape changing when it comes to sport and that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, I saw that $60 million is what, uh, there's like a lawsuit on the AFL at the moment that it's from like uh, current and ex-players around CTE after they've obviously found out that a few ex-players that have passed away suffered from it. Um, Sam, as a sufferer of CTE, what's your thoughts on that? <laughs> But I, I didn't hear that I If
1: he
0: wasn't concussed it. before A year after that drive-by yeah. Wow I, You know what
1: I don't know if I If it's my earpiece Playing up here now Or if I just didn't hear that at all
2: yeah. Is Shad giving himself
1: a chance Of coming back next week Or Is that, is that
0: helping Or hindering his chances yeah, Of a recall I know people in Adelaide mate
1: yeah, people end up in barrels.
2: <laughs> Bad in, people.
1: Yeah.
2: Is your show called the Bad Adelaide Show? No, it's called How I Almost Killed a Guy. So something that Adelaide should probably be able to relate to. I think. Wow, but... you nearly caught,
0: killed Sam <laughs> just then.
1: We're digging. Throw him straight deep under deep deep a bus. Deep deep. Deep
0: Let's kick off. I reckon. Pun intended. The NRL. We're just a couple of days away now Classic. from 2023 season starting. Yep. As I said, with the storm or storms taking on the eel or eels. Storms. The storms taking on the eel. That one eel's in big, big trouble. Uh, that's Thursday night. You can catch it live on Nine live.
1: <laughs> Live, live and free. <laughs> Little plug, live yeah. and free online. Well, they, they actually do pay both of our bills. So Yeah, yeah. so thank you very much. Better very say much, something nice much. there. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to this season. There's some great clashes across the board. Um, the Dolphins get to play their yeah. first game as well on Sunday at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, they're playing against a, a Roosters team. I'm going to just throw a Smokey out there. I love a Smokey They could Sam. win this game. Against the oh, I agree. Yeah, same. Thank I actually
2: you. Have, a, I have a same feeling about this because I was actually looking up some stats ahead of the first round, boys. And I was like, because I had a, I had a question man. in my head. I was like, how many teams have won the comp after losing the first game of the season? And it's been around about like 11 of the teams that have won the premiership have lost in the first round. So it actually isn't that bad of a thing to lose first. You mean 11 in in 115 years of rugby league? Oh, sorry. You know, like in the last 22, 23 years. So the Panthers have obviously won every premiership that I can remember now. (laughs) But... (laughs) But, like, I look at this, and while I was looking at that stat, the Roosters actually don't have a lot of success in round one, I believe. Is that right? No, I did to kick see off the it
1: as well, Shad. Uh, Manly and the Bulldogs are the worst at winning round one. Right. I think they've been really, really terrible uh, since 2007. I think the Sea Eagles have lost 13 of their wow. season openers. Uh, and Canterbury have lost 11. Um, Melbourne Storm are the best at, at winning round one. That then, have, that's
0: going to get a good challenge this week, I reckon.
1: But then after that, the Tigers and Newcastle Knights. Really? Yeah, are the next yeah, right. kind of two best at winning round one. The Tigers. One. Wow. Yeah. There you go. So, well,
2: I mean, that's that's where the Tigers get their handful of wins every year, isn't it? No, that's Just the where the one win for the year. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you this? For Dolphins, so you think the Dolphins might win against the Roosters. Um, Milford, because you're mates with Milf. Yeah. Out, he's he's looking like he might not even get the starting yeah, halves the position there?
1: i haven't got the yeah. inside scoop but all discussions ha- haven't had anthony milford in it
2: yeah well as no. we
0: record this podcast and it'll drop Tuesday morning for you. Teams get named Tuesday afternoon. So no teams are out official, but training last week, keen observers, some of my colleagues were watching, and Milford was running with the reserves against the the A team, and young Isaiah Katoa was training at six outside Sean O'Sullivan. And then halfway through the session, this was Friday, halfway through the session, Milford left to go and do fitness. They sent him off to, like, Work on his fitness a week out from round one. So, if that's not an indicator that you're not in the team, I don't know what is. Well, well he, he
1: did well, have Christian a Christian
0: Wolf he, said that he had a head knock. Uh,
1: well, he wouldn't be doing, so, he wouldn't be doing fitness if he had ears. a head knock.
0: Yeah, exactly. And their training today, apparently, they kind of split duties. Katoa and, and Milford were kind of sharing that, that role there. But I reckon Wayne's going to drop that bombshell. I reckon Tuesday afternoon when teams come out, Isaiah Katoa down for a debut, round one, Dolphins' first ever game. And one of their technically biggest signings, they did struggle to get some really big names. Milford's a big name wherever he goes because what he has achieved in the game in the past and the notoriety that goes with him at times as well. He's probably not going to play first ever game for the
2: Dolphins. Wow. Wow. Should we quickly touch on, speaking of Dolphins, the fact that they have just raided the Broncos uh, over the last few days? Yeah. Yeah. Do
1: you remember playing that game in um, school called... um, Raid in the Nest. Yeah. We used to go and get the bean bags <laughs> from there. That's literally. I'm pretty sure I saw
0: the... Terry Reader and Peter O'Sullivan run into Red yeah. Hill and
1: just run out with Herbie and Everybody Tommy Flegler by the collar. <laughs> yeah, huge, huge, huge news. Uh, Herbie Farnworth and uh, Tommy, Flegler Tommy Flegler are signing, well, have signed Done with deals. the Dolphins. Done deal. Um, Tommy Flegler might look a bit weird in a red jersey being a redhead. <laughs> it's, that's a crime. Okay. Red on red. And just putting it out there. Um, but yeah, huge signings. A little bit disappointing for the Brisbane Broncos that we couldn't keep those guys around. Uh, but that's rugby league these days. There's been that's so much player league. movement. That's rugby league. Rugby league. Is rugby it more
2: league. than that though, Sam? Is there something more to the idea that the Broncos? are You trying are to getting... say that like everyone's off Kevy or well, something? Well, mate, let's go. You and I are. Back I don't in know. The it's Studios. like maybe not Kevy, but like there's there's a little bit. It's like there's so much negative noise around negative players when you in focus that building, on,
0: right? Like they re-signed Corey Jensen during the week, who last year yeah. outplayed Flagler all year. They re-signed Corey Pakes during the week, so it, it's easy to go, oh, there's negativity because when you focus on the two most recent bits of news that have come out of there, are yeah, two guys leaving. Yeah, and okay. like I understand the point, I understand why people's minds go there, but there's a lot of evidence that suggests suggests the opposite as well, yeah. and. If the reports are correct around the money that Flegler and Herbie have gone to the Dolphins for, you can't really blame the Broncos mm. for not standing in their way. Like Herbie apparently went for about seven hundred or something like that, Flegler wow. for about seven or eight, um, which what about like they're both good young players, days. but that's that's overs for me. Yeah, you, you're getting seven or eight when you first started. Throughout my whole career, that's what I
2: got. Yeah. I've got a theory about these two signings. All right. And this I know we did predictions last week, but this yeah. is my this is my prediction for you. I reckon one of, if not both of these guys will be wearing a Dolphins jersey by the end of the year. Wow. Oh, you can see early release. Yeah. Broncos have a knack for it. They do it. They did it with Azaco and Tessie. Well they didn't do it with Tessie. They oh, left just in the go? off season.
0: Yeah. But they did ah, do right. it with Azaco. You're right. Yeah.
2: I don't it might
0: happen. Absolutely, anything can happen in rugby league. Oh, wow. um, here's my
2: here's my scenario. Here we go. Thomas Flegler, round three, hip drop tackle. Geez, you're out for six weeks. Yep, off you go. Oh, yep. off way. you go. You can go over to the Dolphins then, because we're going to have to replace
1: her. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was he, he's I, mad for If it. either of
0: them are, going, if it's going to happen to either of them, I think it's more likely Flegler because Herbie's the first choice center. They won't let yeah, Herbie right. go. Like, whereas they let Zarko go because he was. You know, back in the yeah. pecking order for fullback or wing or whatever. How's it about Tessie, though? Tessie went to the Dolphins, like the Broncos agreed to release him because he wants to play fullback, and he was behind everyone at the Broncos. And he's got there, and Wayne just apparently went, you know, fullback. And so then they trained him as centre, but it looks like he's going to play wing <laughs> in the first week. So, Yep. There you yep.
1: go. If if Herbie wants to play fullback at the Dolphins, he'll be playing centre.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I also don't think Herbie's
1: a fullback. That's one of the talking points around him leaving to go to the Dolphins as well. Well, strange story anyway the other day. I was in the sauna with Herbie Farnworth and he said nothing about it. Really? Yeah. Why were you in the sauna with Herbie Farnworth? Don't judge. No, I'm not judging. I'm curious. It's it's good. It's healthy. It's good for you. Ted
0: Lasso says, don't judge. Be curious. I'm being curious. Okay. Be curious. Why were you in the sauna with Herbie?
1: Because I just finished doing a workout. At the Broncos. At the Broncos, yeah. Oh. I was using the facilities. Okay. Yeah. He's coming back.
2: The... Sam Friday's coming back. Is he, is he coming yeah. back? <laughs> Flagler out. They're releasing Thayday Flegler, Thaiday's in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they saw my. They saw my form for the Sanford Stags, and I'm back.
0: Oh, speaking of back, let's uh, stick on the topic of fullbacks. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Reese Walsh is probably going to miss round one for the Broncos. They kick off their season against the Panthers yep. on Friday night down in Penrith. Yeah. Uh, but Walsh picked up that like fractured eye socket thing in one of the trials um, up on the sunny coast. It looks like he's going to miss round one. It looks like Selwyn Cobbo is going to play fullback.
1: I think it was uh, an eyelash to the eyes. Have you seen how pretty his eyes are? Mm -hmm. I did an interview with him the other day. (laughs) Are you hoping to catch him in the sauna sometime? Uh, 100%. I'm just going to hang out in the sauna at the Broncos facility there and I want to take a deep dive into those eyes. (laughs) Such a... Beautiful, they are man.
0: reasonably captivating guys, yeah.
1: but anyway, just put it out there. I reckon the Bronx can win this one. Same. Um, I think there's a lot of players that have left. Penrith. Look at Shad. Sha- Sha- there's a, there's like, a lot of chat that's you going guys around high. of players what, Don't <laughs> give me that stink eye, mate. I'll fracture Panthers your eyes, by, so Panthers, a by a Panthers by sixteen.
0: No. Panthers by sixteen. Sixteen. No, I think it's possible too. I, I think I think the Panthers will still be one of the contenders this year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't miss, uh, don't make the top four. Um, I think the loss or the removal of Apicoros out is
1: huge for them I think that will affect them more than they was a a great player for them he he had some barnstorming runs but I think the best thing he did he created second phase and quick play the balls for your Jerome eyes and those types of players. So I think he's a huge loss he, as well.
0: He was also sporting a fashionable haircut all the time. Like, yeah. had a skunk at one point, and I know he's been through a few. Going from big hits and a bit of spice, let's uh, dive into Paul versus Fury. Shad, I know you would have been all over this like a fat kid on cake, so take us through it.
2: Oh, man, big fan. I'm a big Jack Fall fan. I'm uh, number one in his fan club. He's brought me over the problem child. Uh, he was taking on his first legitimate boxer Everyone wants to see this guy fall. Well, you finally got it, didn't you? Okay. He lost in a split decision against Tommy Fury. We all know the Fury name, of course, related to the big dog, the Gypsy King. Um, look, I'll be honest. He got pretty much dominated. Like it was okay. it was like the fact that it was split decision is probably a saving grace. I feel That's like boxing, everything in boxing's rigged. Yeah, I thought I honestly thought, and I did put money on this, I thought that Jake Paul would win on points because in my head, I was like, if you go to points against Jake Paul, then it's fixed. Like, he's just going to win on points. You get to save face as Tommy Fury and he gets to keep his winning going. But that wasn't the case. And to be honest, it, it looked pretty average. They called it, like, dirty boxing. There was a lot of grappling. The ref played a massive role. It was kind of a bit, look at me the whole time, calling, deducting points and stuff. But uh, yeah, in the end, Jake Paul finally gets his loss. My question for you two: Do you reckon this will be the end of Jake Paul's boxing career? Or what? No, because
0: Sam just offered to fight him. So, I fight!
2: fight. <laughs> yep, it's going to be right here in Australia. Uh, it, no, he it was considering uh, Sonny Bill Williams at one point, if you remember.
1: So, <laughs> what's uh, what's his dimensions? How small, tall is um, he? What's his reach? He's only like what's six foot tall.
0: I think they're both like six foot. Yeah.
1: How? Um, Uh, how much weight would I have to lose? I'll have a look.
2: Let me have a look at what his fighting weight is. Did you see, while
0: you're looking up that, Shad, did you see how supposedly uh, a script a for their fake fight
1: script? I was saw that.
0: Yeah, and it was like you know it was detailed this was going to happen there like really little stuff not just like so-and-so will knock out so-and-so in in whatever round yeah and like people went bananas about it like watched pro- i reckon it was just great publicity great pr it would have brought so many extra eyes and pay-per-view onto
1: the fight but isn't that what he's that's what he's good at that's what he does for yeah, a living himself. is he is he's yeah, a youtuber he's, right that's he's where the he started. ultimate salesman
0: yeah exactly
2: so you fight Jake Paul, you get paid. That's yeah. the fact. You and fight Jake Paul, fight him. you get paid. Well, you're gonna have to. How much are you weighing at the moment? Where Just are you? Just give at? me his number, and but then I'll make. No, it. no, It's let's really sensitive, Chad. You don't <laughs> ask. Yeah. Yeah. You never, don't ask never ask to a lady tell my that question. you a podcaster.
0: <laughs> what they weigh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, all right, well you'll have to get yourself down and I know it's down yeah. uh, <laughs> to oh, ninety one kegs. 91. Cruiserweight fights at around ninety one kegs. But Jeez. to be honest, I remember to go, seeing at the weigh in get barley belly or something to get down to ninety one. <laughs> I think he's below that, though, because I saw it at the weigh-in. I think they fought, like, around the 80-kilo mark or something because he was 180-something, 180, really? 180 pounds or something. I think it was something like that, which okay, is close sort to of the 180. Okay, i have to, like,
1: uh, be dropped at Uluru and walk back to Brisbane to get uh, 80 kilos. <laughs> and get both <bulky laughs> belly on the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mate, exactly. could you imagine the skin you'd have hanging
2: off you if you had to oh, do that one? With-
1: would <laughs> just be blowing <laughs> in the
2: wind. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you beat him. Throw a skin fold over him and throw in the uppercuts. <laughs> It nah, looked like a hockey fight. Just, uh, <laughs> We've just like pre-scripted that fight as well. Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's, yeah. A skin That's... fold and an uppercut and it's all over. It's done.
2: Before we move on from this fight, I will say this. Jake Paul did um, the big like, thing after this. Is they, He had a rematch clause in this fight. Yep. So they will fight again. Both of them have said they are going to do it. Uh, and I can tell you what, if they are going to fight again, then it will 100% be rigged. Jake Paul will have to win that one. Why? Yeah, so They're they can sure. go again. So they can go again. Yeah. Because it's the money, and because he was fighting to get points.
1: This too wasn't a a handshake at the start of this. No,
2: this is the only. He could have accepted the double or nothing bet, which he ended up winning. This he said no. He didn't sign the contract. So he just gets normal pay. No confidence. Yeah. Well, it was. It was tens of like. Was it ten million dollars? He was going to have to give up if he had lost. No thanks. That's why you do rematches. (laughs) Like, yeah. Mate, get me in there. I'll get knocked out for $10 million. Get out of here. <laughs> <On that laughs> I'll go down, down Highly <laughs> Street in Adelaide and do it for free later tonight. Fucking hell. <laughs> Chad
0: hits uh, the streets of we uh. Uh, Well, just watch out for people celebrating Adelaide too after that huge win by our Aussie women in the T20 World Cup, uh, just dominating that format of the game. They're dominating world cricket, yeah. really, and restoring faith in Australian cricket. Um, people say that the men's team's on the nose a bit. I don't entirely buy that, but they're not exactly winning in India either. I'm putting it out there. The women are going to go play the Ashes. and yeah, well, <laughs> Then I would lose my prediction that we will lose the Ashes
1: because I think they'd win the Ashes. Oh, you know, congratulations to the uh, our, our women's cricket team. Uh, fantastic. This is the second time they've won it three times in a row, if that makes sense. Yeah, I sense. think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they won it three times in a row. It's the
0: three-peat repeat
2: or the repeat three-peat. Oh, yeah, they it's Chicago balls. Right there. <laughs> they are the Chicago Bulls of cricket. The thing about their squad that like I think is what makes people so frustrated about the men's squad when you kind of compare the two is that like in the women's side, it seems like everyone contributes something, everyone does their job or beyond. There's kind of this but there's this shared mentality of their team. Like you know that they are enjoying what they're doing. They Even the story of when they were getting they were they had the bids going for the women's IPL yeah and it was like the story that they all gathered around at training to watch each other and see who would like get their big payday in there join together meanwhile our, our guys are like not going over before the tournament to go and play before a test series to go and play there's like not hanging out some of them don't like each other but the men's are losers the women's are the best <laughs> all the <laughs> men's all, all of our male
0: test cricketers are they already follow Saints in a winner, so they're coming after you, Shad. <laughs> Good.
1: Come I'll help.
2: meet you, in Noosa. But how yeah. about
1: like, <laughs> <I'll> sitting, be- <laughs>
0: sitting around watching the auction? Like th- That's great camaraderie and all that sort of stuff. And you see Ashley Gardner go for like half a mil and Beth Mooney went for 400000 or something like that. Uh, side note, both those women for like the six-week tournament earn more than Sam Kerr at Chelsea uh, in the Women's Premier League <laughs> over there. But then Crazy. like, how awkward for the people that don't get picked up. And you're like, oh, yeah, uh, Jenny Smith's up next, and just crickets. And you're going to stand around like, yeah. oh, maybe next crickets. time. I
2: think you know, though. I think you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's what's a coming. funny guy on this show. It's like. <laughs> you're crickets. crushing it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> crickets, kick off pitching. Oh, oh. But well mate. done. Well done to the Aussie women's team. Yeah, I, I
1: honestly hope they're getting charged up.
0: I reckon they had charged up. Yeah, and a good conversion yeah. rate in South Africa where the tournament was. In any, in, from <laughs> an outsider yeah, looking in, of I
1: think it's Australian a cultural dollars. thing. It's a cultural thing. There's a there's a great culture within that women's yeah. team, and I, I think in the men's team, maybe the culture's not as great as it has been in the past, and maybe some of the boys are too big for their boots. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Too big Travers. for their cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a
2: box, mate. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm just a fan. <laughs> that wraps
0: up the first episode of Saints in a Winner. Sammy's got to get off to the sauna. He's got uh, a meeting there
1: with Rhys Walsh, I think. No, nah, he's signed. He's secured. Is anyone that's not secured yet? Uh, I might go down. Probably. To- I'll go down to... Mate, his, that's a yeah.
2: great TV show. Sam in the sauna. Yeah, <laughs> In the sauna with Sam Thayday. Sweating
1: it up with <laughs> Sam Thorne in the sauna. How you going?
0: <laughs> you sweated up enough in here and we got aircon. Yeah,
1: I know. It's set on four degrees. <laughs> I can't believe... Yeah,
0: you're not All right, well Sam's got to get to the sauna. Uh, Shad's got to get to the main street in Adelaide and pick a fight and prove his worth for the next um, Jake Paul title or Tommy Fury. Hell yeah. He's taking yeah. on. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcast. You can also watch a video on YouTube, or you can search "Saints in a Winner" on Spotify. Until next week, see you later.